Dan Dick out here for Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Just a quick recap on day one of the games at the NBA pre-draft combine. We've covered this fairly extensively as far as what uh, the Gonzaga players will go through, what it means for them, what opportunities are out there. Uh, maybe some of the weaknesses guys try to hide, some of the strengths that they absolutely want to uh, accentuate and share in front of NBA front office scouts. But pretty quiet day uh, was day one of the scrimmages for Gonzaga, simply because we knew Chet Holmgren wasn't going to play. Um, when you're a projected top three, maybe top one pick as he is, uh, you're probably not going to play in the games. You're just going to do some of the interviews. Um, which has been the case with Chet Holmgren, but been a quiet day for Gonzaga in day one uh, because Drew Timmy was the only Zag to play. And I thought he played really well. I watched uh, the game and there, there were moments that yes, they tried to put him in space and have him guard in pick and rolls. But at the end of the day, that's every single big in the NBA. If a guard thinks they have an advantage, they're going to try to accentuate it. They're going to try to exploit it. They're going to try to get that force, that switch to be able to get an isolation up top off the bounce. Uh, I thought he did a pretty good job um, when he had to guard in those situations. He did a nice job on the low block when he was guarding as far as not giving direct line angles to be able to be scored on a couple face-up jumpers over the top of him. But again, that's nothing to be too concerned about. But I thought offensively, he played well. 13 points, uh, six of nine from the field. You could tell he was trying to show uh, his, his extended range. I know going into last season, people talked about, hey, he's going to shoot more threes. He really worked on it. And I don't discredit that or say he didn't. Um, but the fact Gonzaga didn't need him to show that last year. So he couldn't show that in games last year. So this is a great opportunity for him to show his comfort level of actually stepping out to that three point line and letting it go. Uh, if necessary, he was one from three behind the three point arc. Um, again, I thought he had a nice showing, uh, and he's got another opportunity today being Thursday or excuse me, being Friday, uh, to play another round of games, in front of NBA front office person personnel. But um, the two interesting ones would be Andrew Nemhart, Julian Strother. Neither one of them played um, in the first day of games. Andrew Nemhart, I guess, has a little bit of a quad injury. So he's nursing that. Uh, kind of leads me to believe that he's comfortable with where he may lie in un NBA front office personnel's eyes uh, in that he and his agent would prefer him uh, to be in an individual setting with teams. Now, I don't mean individual setting where it's one on zero, but I mean uh, getting to know the organizations. Because uh, the more I kind of uh, talked to a few people over the last day or two, and the more I've kind of looked at things, I think he's going to be a second round pick probably in the 40s. And so um, if you feel very comfortable and confident, and maybe he's got a guarantee from a team in that mid second round that we are going to take you. And if that's the case, you don't play in the, you don't play in the combine. You would go to workouts of teams that are slotted ahead of the team that has guaranteed you to see if you can't move up in the draft, but you wouldn't want to put yourself in a position um, in front of all of the NBA where uh, maybe you have a bad game because you have uh, a slight quad injury like 
he says he has. So um, sounds like things are going well for Andrew Nemhart in the pre-draft process. And then Julian Strother didn't play as well yesterday either. A little bit of a surprise to me simply for the fact that I think he was one of those guys that he's got NBA talent. Um, some of his skill set wasn't able to be fully shown a season ago because of all the talent that Gonzaga had. He comes back to Gonzaga next year if he does. Um, you know, he is going to be, unless Drew Timmy comes back, he's going to be the, the premier scoring threat on Gonzaga and he'll have a chance to really uh, show what he can do. But, you know, he had a really nice day in the measurements at the pre-draft combine. He had a really nice day uh, with the shooting and the skill sessions. And so um, there might be something to behind that in regards to maybe some NBA team, more NBA teams said, hey, we liked what we saw. We want to get uh, a pre-draft workout uh, scheduled where he comes into our, our organization and, and meet some more people, um, and we can get a closer look at him um, in that smaller setting as opposed to the big setting. So I wouldn't read too much into Julian Strother um, uh, not playing uh, as I would with Nemhart. I think with Strother, again, the big thing for me would be he must have he, he might have shown some some front offices that they need to take a deeper look uh, at because of his athleticism, because of his skill set. And many times agents and players feel that a better. Kind of control of showing what your strengths are would be those uh, draft workouts on site at a certain organization's um, facility. So, um, you know. Day two of games is today, being Friday, May 20th. Uh, I'll be tuning in a little bit to watch Drew Timmy and see how he performs on day two. Uh, will definitely be fun to watch. Uh, and then the other thing that came out of yesterday with the, the pre-draft was uh, some of the Chet Holmgren interviews. Um, you know, there was positive and negative reviews to one of his comments that he had is who's the best player in the NBA when Chet Holmgren said, me in two months, <laughs> uh, you know, that shows you the, the level of confidence that he has in his game. Uh, it shows you that he has a big time belief in who he is and what he will become at the NBA level. Um, you know, personally, I, I do think he's got a chance to be a tremendous player at the next level, but a lot of the, what's going on right now is agents and the, the agencies marketing arms are really coaching up these young players in these in these uh, prospects um, to to show a lot of confidence and to project uh, what they feel is needed to move up in the draft or or be top of mind um, not just with not just with who's selecting but oddly enough with possible sponsorship deals you know I think probably in the very near future um, you're you're going to see uh, a Chet Holmgren sign with a shoe company, whether it's an Adidas or an Under Armour or a Nike. Uh, I don't think he's a guy that's ever going to have his, his own signature shoe um, because typically those go towards guards, guys that are kind of more electrifying in regards to high flyers and, and highlight clips of the, in that nature. But um, I can guarantee you that um, a shoe brand wants to sign him to a lucrative deal. So um, that's kind of some of the things that are coming out of the combine. The other interesting thing was yesterday, there was some Twitter news that broke late in that uh, Gonzaga might have a possible commitment from a 2022 player in Spain, a 6'10 versatile forward, Baba Miller. Um, 
came out on one of the Twitter feeds that follows European prospects pretty closely. Uh, some more information came out early this morning that that's not necessarily true. Uh, I haven't been able to confirm or, or deny that report, but um, it would be a little bit of a surprise to me in the fact that Gonzaga is still kind of mining that European angle when Tommy Lloyd has taken off. Now I know uh, Stephen Gentry, Roger Powell, Brian Michelson do have uh, great connections over in Europe, but I don't think they are as focused on the European market as Tommy Lloyd was in the past. But um, just a thought that I had when I saw that come through last night and then kind of a rebuttal to that this morning. So um, looking forward to bringing a recap of day two of games at the NBA Draft Combine. And if there's any more information out on the four Zags that, you know, anybody that's a, a Gonzaga fan would love to know about. So like, subscribe, and review, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, hit that button, like, subscribe, review, and uh, appreciate the time and have yourself a great weekend.